Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? We ate two for wieners. So listen, Lavernius, shit feast. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. Yeah, just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We do Barbecue Central Show type things on this channel. Important barbecue talk, breaking news, fun and frivolity abound. Strongish Ghoul 9 from Twitch. We want to say hello to the Twitch audience. Twitch.tv slash BBQ Central Show. Do you read the chat? Yes, we read the chat. Do I react to the chat all the time? No. I'm doing a live show. I can't react to everything you write. But if it's interesting enough, I might read it to myself. And if it's really interesting, I might share it. Still to come on this show this evening, Sam the Cooking Guy will be in. Also, Travis McGee from Embrills will be joining me. You can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch for video feed slash RD Rempe on the YouTubes for an additional video feed. And don't forget, you can get an ad-free podcast feed experience if you desire by becoming a patron over at the new BBQ Central Show Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash BBQ Central Show. Or if you are an Apple Podcast user, you can get the ad-free show experience by subscribing directly within the podcast app itself. Yes. Episode 188 of the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 Minutes or Less is coming up this Friday, bringing you back to July 15th, 2014, with a visit of none other than Sterling Ball from Big Papa Smoke. One of the main topics we hit that night was regions of barbecue in the country and how it relates to flavor profiles. We also talked about how much barbecue was on TV at the time and if that was helping or hurting the industry and if it was specifically affecting the competition side of things. Sterling, always a great guest and isn't afraid to share his real opinions. So be sure to tune in for that. Don't forget, if you want to hear something that you've heard in the past, email John Solberg, J-O-N at J-O-N at the BBQ Central Show dot com. All right, let's do this. After, after, hmm, how am I going to do this? Where are you? After four months of hotly sung songs, we have come to the finals. The results show. Everybody thinks that the finals of the singing is the most anticipated. No, 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 no. The results show of the finals is what we all want to hear. That's right. We want the results. So without any further lollygagging on my part, we bring in the guy to my right, if you're watching, John Solberg from Michigan. Hey, John, how are you this evening? 
Good evening, fantastic. Thanks for asking. I can't imagine you are on the pins of the needles on what these results are going to be this evening. I am, and 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 you wouldn't tell me. No. You wouldn't give it up. Why would so I? I like, that would I like, that would well, blow the whole wad. I don't want to get well, your made believe reaction. We got to have real reaction. Yeah, yeah. Of it's course. like I, I had to get over it. I had to block it out. I, right. I was ruining my day. I was like, okay, he's not going to tell me. Suck it right. up. Ten o'clock. I will find out who won this thing, and I can start working on the next year. I didn't tell Jeff Rice, even though he knew it was a boat race right from the beginning last season. But here we are. We're in the finals. It's me. It's John. Last week, we sang our asses off live for you. We failed in a rap duet. However, we really redeemed ourselves in our... I mean, who who thought we could say this? We failed in a recorded song, and we totally redeemed ourselves in live singing, which is like the hardest thing to do. We somehow pulled ourselves out of the respective gutters and gave people something to vote for. So as you look back on the finals of last week, John, uh, what do you think now a week removed? Uh, not knowing the results of the vote and the voter in, I'm not happy with my performance last week. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, the, the live thing brought a different dynamic and there was a lot of nerves. I didn't yeah. have any technical control. And to get to the finals, you know, I used a lot of technical skills that I do have because I can't sing with my ability to, to, to manage the audio. And I'm not manipulating the audio, just you know, right. like what people do in a studio. So that was gone. I had no place to hide. It was me and a dry signal going out. I was nervous. I, I'm i just glad that I got through it. It was probably the longest two minutes and 37 seconds of my time on this show. Well, it's all come to this. In the next few moments, there will be a season two champion crowned. The voting was rapid. It was intense. At last count, there were three and final count. 374 votes were cast. A record number compared to last year, which was the first year, where we had somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, almost 300 votes, I believe. So more votes, which means people like it. 374 votes in total. Eight votes. I said eight votes split. Winner and first loser. The person who was season two champion. With 191 votes and second place getting 183 votes, totaling 374, is none other than your Michigan embedded correspondent, John Solberg, season two winner. If you can believe it. How about that? I I can't believe it. It, It's unbelievable. One hundred and ninety-one votes. John is season two grand champion. Your humble host has made it to the finals two times and two times gets dick. This is my show. And I'm still walking away wanting the overall grand championship. 
That being said, John, I turn it over to you as we talk about your new crowning achievement. Perhaps the biggest thing you've ever won in your life is uh, season two of American Idol as everybody is quickly racing in with congratulations. Your thoughts, John? Uh, thank you very much. I want to thank everyone who even took the time to vote for either one of us, just to t- take the Correct. time to send an email. Um, it's unbelievable. Eight, eight votes split eight. us. Um, I, 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 it's an honor that, that I was carried through because you are one heck of a competitor. You're a great singer. So I got to thank everybody who took the time to vote. And I want to take a minute to thank Rod Gray because this last four months is not uh, necessarily fun. And anytime I would go, I don't want to do this anymore. This is terrible. I'm not good at it. Rod Gray would pop in my head and he would say, just put your best food in the box, turn it in and let the judges do their thing. So, so, so he was my little, uh, you know, mantra in the background. So thanks to all of America. Um, and thanks to Rod Gray. Well, uh, for the next year ish, you will be wearing the championship belt of American Idol. Uh, Jeff Rice obviously was not a repeating champion. And uh, I would assume you will be back for season three to defend your title. I will be back for season three because, yes, you know what? The harder you work, the luckier you get. So we're not going to blame this on luck. You know, anybody can land a plane on a river in New York. If you do it twice, you're you're going to impress me. So I need to come back better, and I need to come back stronger. And I need to. That's a true statement, isn't it? <laughs> you know. So so uh, I'm coming back and uh, going to improve, continue to get better, see if I can make those judges happy again. All right. Well, there he is. Your season two Barbecue Central shows American Idol winner, not me, John Solberg, right there. John, appreciate it as always. I mean, I'm so close. I had 183 votes on most days. That wins the day. On this day, no. I wind up eight votes short. Technically nine. Eight votes would have tied it. What happens if it would have been a tie? Would we have had a sing-off? Oh, dear. I don't even want to think about that. But there was no tie. John won by nine, 191 votes for John, 183 votes for me. I can't believe 374 of you people actually voted. (laughs) Thank you. Which just encourages me to have season three, everybody. Get ready for next spring-ish. Maybe we get Sam the Cooking Guy to sing. Before we get to him, he's in the green room, by the way. We head on over to BigPopSmokers.com and check out everything that they're offering, the rubs and seasonings. 13 perfectly balanced flavors for you to treat friends and family to or judges if you're in the competition scene. How about sauce? You want sauce? Yeah, they got it. They own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. Looking for a new go-to sauce that's going to please everybody? Granny's, the one you want to try. Great by itself. Great as a bait sauce, a base sauce that you can doctor from there. Aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, they're also selling cookers. If you're looking for a versatile cooker that's easy to use, check out that Mac two-star general pellet cooker. Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Not a fan of pellet smokers? Fine. Take a look at that old Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. If you're not sure of what grill you need, call and ask questions. Please, 877-828-0727. Sterling might answer the phone himself and consult with you, free of charge. I'm not saying he'll do that. There's a chance. 877 828 
888-888-0727 or shop the website BigPopSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. We are back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Howard Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. And this portion being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in two sizes with a host of accessories. Whether you're a beginner or professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit Pit barrelcooker.com my next guest blowing it up on YouTube blowing it up on the internet blowing it up for his partners as well and you can find him here on the first Tuesday of each month talking about food in general Sam the cooking guy hey Sam what 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 what's going on buddy it's a hellish week for you I am to understand <laughs> Wow. Worst Look at you taking pictures you know all over. I shouldn't complain about what I get to do for a living. And and I shan't. Okay. Is there a butt coming? No. Don't I'm say butt. Say say and instead. If you say and, and, and there you go. I am so grateful that uh <laughs> but like what you're talking about is that we're taking the photographs this or Book number five, I might add. Book number five, right? Book number five, and uh, it's a lot. You know, you you try to cram as much into the schedule uh, as you can, and um, like I remember when I was first, people would come over to my the TV station. People would come to my house. And we'd shoot three or four episodes uh, they ended up being like 90 second things and they'd be at the house for three hours and they would leave and i would hit the couch and i'd be like all right i i cannot move for three days i am i am so, so be and look i don't uh i don't uh i don't work in a warehouse i don't uh, break rocks in a quarry uh, i don't uh teach five-year-olds which probably is the most horrible mental work anybody could ever do but we and sometimes physically draining i am not complaining i'm just saying that's what it is and and yesterday so this will be monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday for us so six days of this <laughs> uh and it's uh it's a ton it's a shit ton man but it's but look i'm happy and i'm All right, we're going to leave it there. Let me let me lead with this tonight as we get going. Go ahead, please. I, I have nothing. And I'm I just a sponge. I just want to put a bow on your victory that we talked about last month with the bell, actually two bells, getting installed mm. at the meat counter at your grocery store. I got an email from Tim oh. in Oregon referencing that topic. <laughs> it says, Greg, nice. I too have had the same frustrations with my local meat counter that Sam has with his in San Diego. It's so frustrating to wait and wait for someone to appear from the back room in order to get help. Most of the time, I don't even think they know what they're really doing when I ask them to cut me a steak or do something else that isn't already in the meat case. Bravo to Sam for getting things done 
And when it looked like nothing was going to happen, he got it done anyway. Love the show, especially your segments with Sam. Tim in Oregon. Oh, thank you, Tim. Look at you inspiring. Tim's got Tim's got to take this into his own. Yes, of course. <laughs> He's got to do what I did. And look, I did it in a nice way, I thought. Uh, you know, I uh, apart from doing it on YouTube to, you know, potentially 3 million subscribers and more people that might watch. So, you know, did I do it nicely? I think so. I wasn't horrible about them. I was pretty matter of fact. And my matter of factness was this. Aren't they there for a service? And if they cannot help the customers, how do they perform that service? And listen, I agree with Tim. Uh, at my store, and there are counter persons. And the counter people, when you go in and you go, uh, hey, could I get the, that uh, whatever cut about this thing? They go, oh, can't do it. Uh, and the, 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 the meat guy, the cutter, whatever his title is, is it lunch. And he always seems to be at lunch at lunchtime. Which sounds logical until you think about how people shop and plenty of people that don't have time before work or after work, they go at lunchtime. Yes. So why would they take a key? The only place in the store employee out when there might be people there looking for stuff. I would argue that one o'clock to two o'clock or one, whatever the hour, half hour, whatever it is, is a better time than noon to one. Yes. So how do they think this through? They don't. It's the bell thing, just in a different form. I'm not going to tackle it. I'm really not. You've done enough good right for the folks in whatever what grocery think. store in you, you let somebody else champion that cause. I walked past those <clears throat> ring bell for service signs yesterday, and... Got, I got a little proud. If, if people are standing at the meat Good. case and you're step. walking by, like, do you walk by and go, I did that. I did that. You can thank <laughs> me. You can thank I, I me. Like, I would I would like, <laughs> no, it would just be this. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. And they'd look at me and go, what the hell is that yeah. guy talking about? Yeah. I did those bells. Um, That's me. One of the things that I noticed recently on your channel was a lack <clears throat> of Sam the Cooking Guy on a video. <clears throat> And, you know, you'll see every once in a while uh, guys with, you know, re or gals with really successful channels. Like, that's that's not even remotely in their thought. They don't want to mess with the brand. Uh, maybe they would skip a day, whatever the case may be. But they, they feel that they are, and they are the main. But nobody could possibly do something else with it. They don't want to even risk it. I myself have had uh, but one fill-in co-host. Um, I think I probably could have uh, some other uh, folks now that it? we've. Uh, we used to, it was Steve Ray from Ottawa, uh, Tennessee, before he quit the show, um, and then he's obviously never been invited back because he quit the show. Of course, we won't get into that. But please, you know, he was he was he was a sufficient co-host, and I've always been more of the of the subscriber that if I'm gone. I want to have a live show, even if it's not me. If somebody felt they could be a host, let me give them a two-hour shot and see what they bring to the table. 
Maybe they have a completely different perspective. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a nice change of pace. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's nice for me to know that if something came up, I didn't, A, have to cancel, and I could replace somebody with a live host that has a completely different perspective on the industry than I have. All great stuff. Long way to go. To say, the guy that's typically behind the camera and putting together the finished stuff that we all see and enjoy an immense amount was on your side of the camera. How did that come? Uh, I was in Canada. <clears throat> by choice? Family. Of course, by choice, idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty nice place up there. Yes, I know. A lot, lot of land. Uh, but, uh, a lot of land. you know, I think, uh, uh, I don't know what the total coverage of land is, but in, in the, the country has, um, Let's put it this way: there are more the there are more people living in California yes. than there are in Canada. Right, <clears throat> we're somewhere around thirty two, thirty three million in the whole country. I think thirty three thousand. And I think something like ninety percent of that lives within <laughs> right. you know fifty, sixty miles of the American border. Yeah, and then it's just freaking hinterland yes. and igloos and lots of snow and. Full ice pack for the whole year, uh, but I went to see family, and uh, it was I only went for a couple of days. It was only the couple of days that I could go. They had just opened up the border. There was an important thing I needed to go do, and uh, um, Max said, uh, "We're down an episode." Mm. I go, I, uh, you know, so like, what does that mean? You just didn't have one or one took a dump or it got corrupted or what? Sometimes, sometimes we're not shot ahead. Oh, we'd like to be, but we're not. But sometimes things change for one reason or another. Sometimes we'll shoot an episode that will have, uh, uh, an integration attached to it yep. that we can't change. Oh. They need to change the day, whatever it is. It's uh -huh. just whatever. You know, we don't plan for it. We don't like it. We'd like to be regular three times a week, and you can count on that. So far, you can count on that. And um, Max goes, okay, I got an idea. I go, great. <laughs> Just run with it. And then I found out, and uh, I was like, God bless you. Fantastic. In fact, if you want to take over both sides of the camera – and let me do nothing in my, you know, advancing <laughs> years. God bless you. That's why we had kids to take care of us to do shit like this, right? Was he motivated previously to do this side of no. the thing, or I always thought, no. I, Look, I don't have any knowledge on this, but I always figured. I mean, he's he's not he doesn't even mic himself up. Like, I mean, he he chirps in. But he has to subtitle himself. I was like, well, at least he could mic himself up and you get some off-camera stuff. But he doesn't even do that, which then made me think, well, if he doesn't want to mic himself up, he definitely doesn't want to come around the camera. And then when you've asked him to come around, he's like coy and shy. Doesn't I didn't like know it. if he's doesn't just like deferring to like you it. and you know showing no, reverence he just doesn't, or what. Oh, oh, no, no, no. It's not reverence. Honestly, Greg, he just does not like it. It's not his thing. He doesn't want to do it. And he did it, and it was very successful, and it was a lot of fun. And if you don't know, we're talking about my my son that shoots and edits the show, uh, filled in in my spot. Yes. I mean, you started to say that, but I don't know if the people maybe they didn't get it. it was and he hates it. <laughs> and he and he and he did it, and he did a he did an exemplary job. He swore more than 
he swore more in one episode than I think I've sworn in the past 30 episodes. It was insane. It was unbelievable. It was, uh, it was what insane. do they call it? Uh, it was gratuitous at points, it seemed. <laughs> well, it, it would have, look, it would have been gratuitous had he been doing it for a fact. But he was doing it because of his frustration yeah. level. Look at this guy. He w- it did not go. It did not go the way. <laughs> I love watching this. Like right there, you it can see the disdain the in his eyes. Like, oh man. I know. I know. It's crazy, but it was. But it was fun, and I liked that it happened, and it was that was good. So, do you think like I that get he um, to match you, your size? Do you Hold think on. that he gets? Or do you think he gained a much-needed perspective of what it's like from the other side? I think there is a uh, easy way to go. You know, people listen to this show all the time, and they write me in, you suck, you should do better at this. You know, 30, 40 emails a week telling me how bad the show is, and they're never going to listen again. I wish I only got 30 or 40 emails a week told, telling me how shitty I was. Well, you're a much bigger audience than me, so it's all uh, scaled. Still. So I, I think, well... Easy for you to say, mister. Why don't you give it a shot at hosting a live show for two hours, making it entertaining, asking informative questions, and then more importantly, doing all the research behind the scenes. You think you can just casually stroll in two minutes before showtime, bump on, and just be able to bump your gums for two hours and make it entertaining? I think you might find a a different set of reality after you've tried it. Yeah, he learned a little bit from that. Yeah, well, he I had thought. a new respect for a new respect for what I did, and um, but I look, I have mad respect for what he does. Of course, his his thing is his side of the the rent. It's I can't do that. You know, people have said, "Here's what should happen: Max should uh, cook, and Sam should uh, shoot and edit." I don't know that's anything anybody wants to see. I could shoot. I know how to shoot. Yeah. I've been in enough in front of the camera moments that I know what to do. I could self-edit. I know what I would need. My problem is is I don't have the editing technical prowess mm-hmm. to sit and do that. And so does it make a difference if I shoot it and somebody else edits it? Yeah. Same way. It would take me you know, six months. So maybe I should do that. Maybe we should just get get one in the can and just let me work away at it. Chisel away. Sam, enough nonsense. Let's get right down to business here. In my hand. Go ahead. Right here. Oh my God. Glad I, I can't wait to see what today. this is. Oh. Look at this. Oh. Turn it up. Turn it yeah, over. I there you go. Oh, my God. Is that the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? It's the uh, Sam the Cooking Guy 12-inch... Uh, yes. ca- almost said stainless steel, cast iron. Uh, <laughs> That's not pan. stainless. Now, uh, and then here it's got Sam the cooking guy right there on the grab lid at the lead. Now, oh my God, I'm bashing everything. Apart. Have you used it yet? Yes, I've used it no less than ten times, and it oh, it works really well. Here's love you, son. here's the thing. Go ahead. Where I fell even more in love. I like cast iron. You know who doesn't like cast iron? My wife. She ha- she hates cast iron. I don't understand. Wait, what? Yeah, she hates cast iron. She thinks it ruins everything. I don't. A cast iron has a history in this country deeper than I many understand. many things. I understand. So that's crazy. I love the skillet itself, the pan itself. Thank you, thank you. Here's something you never find with cast iron pans when you buy. 
Are you ready for this? Uh -oh. I don't know if you've ever seen this. I don't know yeah. if you're aware that this comes with it. <laughs> Look at this. This came with the pan. <laughs> By the yeah. way, silicone grab top so you're not burning the shit out of your hands. No, you're not. Because it doesn't have and a stainless piece like all the other lids do and your cookware. You burn yourself. And by the way, my cute little face is on that handle. Yes, there it is. Uh, actually, you got to look. It's uh, you know gently raised. Oh no! Hold on. Look at me. Can you see it? Can you see it? Uh, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, damn it! All right. Yeah. No, don't trust don't me. Worry. It's there. It's all good. It's all there. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, it's funny. You think about a product. You you talk about a product, you start talking and designing and saying what you want and how it should be and this and that and then and then when it shows up, it, it's like having another baby. Oh, that doesn't keep you up all night long. Yes, and doesn't cost you money, and could actually make you money. Yes, so it's actually nothing like a baby, and we'll we'll be around quietly oh, for generations to come no yapping no asking for money long. none of that forget uh, it absolutely yeah yeah um when you're putting it together uh 12 yeah. inch seems to make good amount of sense to me obviously there's varying sizes and that's something you could probably build into but is this a, a clamoring from the audience saying hey we want to uh sam the cooking guy cast iron i mean if you're a fan of the show you cook and cast iron almost exclusively so it's uh, a natural I, fit for me. We do like cast iron. Uh, the stuff that we do works. You could use it on an open pit flame. You could use it on a, uh, a grill. You could use it on, uh, honestly, anything. You could go torch your neighbor's. <laughs> Don't do that. And put food in it with the lid yes. that not many of them have. And then come back as the firemen are mopping up and you putting the final flames out. You'd be, excuse me, I just need to get something. And out it comes. And yeah. you've got like some leg of lamb that has been simmering away in the brazing slowly yeah. as the house burnt to the ground right. in that thing. But so as we thought about it, we knew we wanted to do a cast iron pan. Uh, and we thought about the size. And there are varying sizes. And this was my, the one thing I said was this. Look, I don't know that we'll ever do another one. But let's make one that could do two chicken thighs or 22 chicken thighs. Mm. Let's just make one big one that I'd feel cooking in cast iron to me feels like you're cooking for a bunch of people. I don't think you're whipping out cast iron for just you to make one little yeah, thing. Agree. So if you're going to buy a cast iron pan and you only want one, buy one that will handle a multitude of things that you're going to do. And 12 inches was the one that made sense for us. Look, there's all kinds of other ones. There's deeper, there's wider, there's tall, whatever. The one just wants to buy one pan. Let this be their pan. I don't have to go, you know, 40 other pans. Even though I, I have six of my grandmother's. 8 inch, 10 inch, 12 yes. inch, 14, this one, no handles, big handles, little, you know, that kind of stuff. Did you want to put in a lid or were you coached in on that? Uh, no, somebody suggested a lid um, 
at some point in the process that I hadn't thought about. And then when I did think about it for like 30 seconds, I went, genius. Yes. Why genius. would why I have pans that don't have lids and I do what everybody else does. Yes. Mismatch. The foil, the this, right. the that. <laughs> you know, you're trying you're trying to figure out right. how to, you know, jerry rig. Hey, where'd that expression come from? I don't Jerry, I guess. Maybe somebody could tell us. Somebody smart is watching. I know who is watching right the now. The guy that's coming up that's waiting who? in the green room. Uh will be you yeah. want me to bring him in see if he knows? Let's find out, yeah. Right, hold on. How can I do this? You there, Travis? I'm here. Travis, uh, this I'm is here. Sam. You got everybody. That's uh, Sam, the cooking guy. That's Bob Shingler uh, above me, but he's actually not there. It just held his shot. Don't worry about him. Uh, Travis, do you know where the term <laughs> uh, Jerry Rig came from, by chance? No, I was just about to Google it. Oh, really? <laughs> I have no idea. All right. <laughs> well, Fantastic. you Google that, and when I come to you here in a couple minutes, then we I'm can figure it. it all out together. So, uh, all right. Hey, so nice seeing you, by the way. There he is. For Two seconds. Travis McGee right there. He's the creator of nice M Grills. You, you can go to mgrills.com and check out what he's yeah, giving to the live fire offers. Um, all right. Nice. So uh, where can people go grab the pan, Sam? Uh, shopstcg.com. Shopstcg.com. And they're in stock? Absolutely. 100%. All right. 100%. Did you get 500,000 to go right off the bat so you didn't run no, out of That's a magical number for you, Mr. Rempe, isn't it? <laughs> Everything yeah. is in 500,000. It's, it's in half million increments the, or you're risking the, running the out. Pans, you got to have the, the right inventory for crying Everything. That's right. All right. Um, did we, uh, before I go, did we cross the threshold yet or are we still holding firm at 2.99? No, we're at. Hold on, give me. Let me give you just a uh, live update. Stand live by, update. Hold on. Uh, I don't know. What is this? What is this? What's, why am I? Hold on. Shit. Why does my junk not work? When why my are you pretending like to work? you don't have this thing ready to beep the minute you cross over three milli? We're like uh, we're like twenty five hundred people away. Twenty five hundred. There's more people than that listening right now. If you're not. Subscribe to Sam. Go over there right now and subscribe. We'll push him over take, please, tonight. Please, take Come us over the three million. What are you doing? For because Christ once we hit three million, we're giving away a bunch of cool shit. Yes, that's right. And when I say shit, I don't mean no actual shit. Actual that would be, stuff. Can you imagine? That would be. Can you imagine? That would be shocking. A box shows up at somebody's house. We told you we were sending you really cool shit. <laughs> What'd you think we meant? Free products? Yeah. Forget that. Oh uh, you can find Sam the Cooking Guy over at his website, thecookingguy.com. Watch him on social media. And of course, or follow him on social media. Watch him over at YouTube as well, where you can get videos three times a week. That's Go it. buy the new pan. Get the knives, of course. Sam, always appreciate the time, my friend. Love you, man. All right. Thanks, buddy. Love you. There he is. Sam, the cooking guy. All right. Let me do this piece of business real quick, and then we will get to Travis McGee from M Grills. I'll talk to you quickly about Yoder Smokers. They design and build all of their products right here in the States and building pride through craftsmanship and world-class customer service. It's the backbone of how they built the company. We know this. The approach translates into what can be a truly bespoke-style product that elevates gatherings, friends, and family. They're honored to have a trusted place in the backyards of America. From pellet cookers to wood-fired offset pits or charcoal grills, consistent blue ribbon flavor has become synonymous with the Yoder Smoker name. Make no mistake, Yoder Smoker's flavor-driven design is unique to each style of pit, and the team has developed their cookers to perform time and time again 
while outlasting the competition for generations to come. It's this generational thought that's rooted in the handmade products and defines the integrity of the core values. American-made quality, endless flavor are the benchmarks of Yoder Smokers, and you can find them at the website yodersmokers.com. That's yodersmokers.com. Grab yours today. We'll be back with Travis McGee from M Grills in two seconds. Stick around. We'll be right back. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Smithfield. Head on over to smithfield.com during this grilling season for tips from Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, and Cervantes Childs Criddle. If you're a competitive cook, Smoking with Smithfield.com is the place you want to go to report your first place finishes in ribs and pork. That's smoking with Smithfield or recipes at Smithfield.com. Coming out of the bullpen tonight, a guy who is making one of the most popular grills out there right now, both from a backyard standpoint, but really hitting its stride right now in the competition world. For years, it was PK on the SEA circuit, but now everyone is clamoring for the M grill. Let's race to the hotline. And welcome back, the founder of M Grill, Travis McGee. Hey, Travis. Hey, Greg. How you doing? Good. I, uh, I am happy. Uh, tap your tap your mic. I'm not picking you up on that now. All of a sudden. Really? All right. Hold on one second. What did we do? I don't know. Hold on. Let's do this. What did we do? You hear me? Yeah, I can Anything? hear you uh, through the computer, I think. So it's uh, the, okay, the input, Here, obviously, is got worked Let's around some way. That always happens. Ah, of course. Dan is uh, emailing Nothing me or uh, social mediaing me. I uh, had my email ready to send because guess what? Uh, Dan was ready for a giveaway of the pan from Sam the Cooking Guy, but... No such luck tonight, Dan, but if you are continuing to be a loyal centralite, then we'll make sure that you go ahead and have an opportunity to win at some point. We'll see if we can't put something together with Sam the Cooking Guy and go from there. If you are not subscribed to Sam the Cooking Guy, go ahead and race on over to his YouTube and give him a follow. Do you want to try and uh, disconnect? Yeah. Travis, and then yeah, let uh, me try that. see where the connections That's are at, and crazy. you can bump back in, no problem. Yeah, yeah, let me do that. No let problem. That real quick. We'll get Travis here in a second, and we'll see how everything's going for him over at M Grill. Let me get to, where did it go? Here we go. Uh, we talked about what's coming up on the best moments, of course. That's going to be Sterling Ball. In case you're joining me late, and I hate to think that you're joining me late, the American Idol Barbecue Central Show Edition's Grand Champion, by eight votes, we got 374 total votes. I got 183 votes. 
Michigan embedded correspondent John Solberg got 191 votes. He's your winner. For the American Idol American the American Idol Barbecue Central Show edition. So he's the season two winner. There will be a season three confirmed. And we'll see how we pick up from there. Ah, uh, yes, that's much better. I can tell you right there. Am I on? Yes. Okay. You are on. You are ready better? to go. So there he is. There's Travis. Hey now. Hey guys. Welcome back. <laughs> so did you find out what Jerry Rig means? Hey, I did. I did. Where's Let's it? Say, uh, uh, where's the origin story of Jerry Rig? Oh <laughs> uh, well, it's a Jerry. Okay, it's basically cheaply or poorly built. It's not named after anybody so it named comes Jerry. From jury rigged. Oh. No, I see. It's actually from jury rigged, but there's also Jerry built, which basically they're all variants of each other. Yeah, it's basically not an M grill. Huh? Yes, I think that's like, that? like one of those uh, subsequent <laughs> definitions that you find in the <laughs> dictionary, no doubt. Nice lead-in. Uh, Travis, before uh, before we get to grill talk and so forth, you were on the show the first time yeah. slash last time, 2018, and we talked about your background and how you got the company started. We spent mm-hmm. a bit of time at that point on the flagship product, which was the M1, still a great product, but fast forward to present day, and I don't know, as I had mentioned in the open, if there is a more popular grill on the market as it relates to steak cooking at this point than the M Grills M16. So we'll get to that here in a second. But if you don't mind, since it's been mm-hmm. a little bit of a gap since your last visit, uh, how was 2019? Uh, how was 2020? And, and where are we sitting at right now in a nutshell? Man, it's just, it's grown crazy. Uh, we're super swamped. We're so booked up with, uh, with orders. And uh, it's been a blessing. You know, it's things got a little scary when COVID hit and then, but then it's just like with all these grill companies, you know, everybody's staying at home cooking. Uh, but even before that, I mean, when we got involved with the SCA, that just really opened up a lot of new doors for us. Um, you know, when we started designing grills for the SCA, um, you know, and even before that, just, you know, building a name for ourselves, just being a small batch company, you know, we pride ourselves in you know, that handcrafted small batch, you know, very, you know, high end mentality, uh, precision made and, uh, just going forward, we just been, you know, rocking and rolling, doing our own thing. And, you know, here we are still trucking, getting a little bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Does the SCA come to you and say, Hey, Travis, we like what you have going on. We like the company vibe. Do you have an interest in developing a specific steak cooking model grill or was this a grill that you already had in mm-hmm. mind and it was just something that was going to translate into cooking steaks or, you know, for any Tom, Dick or Harry out in the backyard? No, it was actually when, uh, when I got involved and met Roland Escobedo with Poncho Lefty Steaks at the time. So, you know, when he reached out to me about grills and I didn't, I never heard of the SCA. I didn't know anything about it. And so when he started you know, he looked at the M1 and the B2 is like, oh, these are perfect steak cookers and I want to bring these out. And it was like, okay, cool. So when he brought them out for the first comp and then, uh, you know, I think it was like the second or third comp when I was out there and checking this, the SCA out. And then at that point, I'm like, you know what? These grills are overkill for this event. <laughs> Everybody's on PKs and Weber's and I'm yep. like, here, he's cooking on my big, you know, 400 pound cookers, you know? So, um, that's when I was like, you know, we need to design a grill specifically for the SCA. You know, I mean, this, this, the ultimate steak cooker. And then that's what we did. 
and uh, just made little improvements, you know, over the years. And I mean, it's only been on the market for about three years, so it hasn't been out there long. But within that short amount of time, it's been on the market. It's my gosh. I mean, people are just, you know, taking that whole grill to a whole nother level. So, um, you know, we've obviously did something right. Travis McGee joining me here on the show. M Grills, like the letter M, mgrills.com is the website if you want to check it out. You can find them on social media, M Grills Texas on the Twitter, M Grills underscore Texas on the Instagrams. Travis, during the day, I sell Peterbilt trucks, and we, along with every other manufacturer of big trucks, have been struggling on many levels. There's parts, there's materials, there's labor, the list goes on. Are you finding similar issues uh, being in manufacturing on your side as well? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's our hardest thing right now is getting material. Since we are a small batch company, you know, we don't mass produce. We don't have a warehouse full of grills sitting in boxes and pallets just, you know, that were built months ago. So uh, when we do that whole small batch is, you know, we're buying grills. Uh, we're getting material to make grills, you know, every you know month or so. And now that's just the prices right now of uh you know, not just the prices, but the availability is, mm-hmm. is especially through stainless and a thick stainless because, you know, you know, that M16 is made out of 12 gauge 316 stainless steel. So uh, it's already very expensive material and it's pretty much doubled in price lately. And, um, you know, so, you know, we're trying to we're having some issues of trying to make them fast enough. The orders are just still through the roof. And uh, but, you know, we're, we're doing the best we can to get stuff out in a timely manner. How do you overcome some of those? I would imagine if a customer's, you know, man, geez, I got customers that have waiting for trucks now for yeah. two and three months and they're still pushing mm-hmm. out because there's no real availability to be able to schedule forecast builds for Peterbilt. So are customers calling you and saying, hey, we understand? Or are they like, hey, I don't really give a S. I, I put in my order two months ago and, and I want this grill for crying out loud. Uh, I'd say probably about one out of one out of ten we get there. <laughs> Where the hell's my grill? <laughs> so it's not too bad. But most I'm saying most people they know they're like, hey, whatever you do, just don't rush it. You know, don't we know what we're buying? Don't rush it. We know this is going to be it's going it's something that's going to last us forever. So uh, you know, I would say most of our customers are you know they expect it. You know, just like everything, you just can't really go out and just buy anything anymore i mean unless it's like a big box store type of item well even then it's you know it's kind of getting hard to find so uh but we are actually coming out with uh another version of the m16 so because of this whole stainless issue that we're dealing with uh we're still going to make it obviously it's still it's like the flagship m16 it's the best of the best uh but we are very soon bringing out the mild steel 12 gauge uh m16 so we're doing some things that have pretty much never been seen before from a grill manufacturer and so we're doing a lot of testing with it right now so even though it's not stainless steel but you know it's got a i would say you know special coating that we're working on right now that's going to be pretty pretty unique and uh so we're going to be bringing out the m16 uh at a you know pretty much an affordable price point and uh, much easier to obtain because it's not too bad getting a mild steel, but that stainless right now is, it's almost like a unicorn, you know? We're chasing that unicorn, trying to build grills. If we circle back to the M16 just for a second, not that we were mm-hmm. off of it, but as I had mentioned, it's as hot as it gets right now uh, when it comes to steak cooking. Did you notice a particular point over the last two or three years where 
the uptick really started and you were like, that's the point where, I mean, everybody liked it, but this is the point where everybody loved it. I would say when we got introduced uh, with Sandy and Tim Brown. So when we, it was, you know, Ken Phillips with the SCA introduced me to Sandy. I was like, Hey, you know, you should, you know, talk with them. And, you know, so we, we talked uh, with, with Sandy and Tim and the minute when, you know, they got their M16 and just when they raved about it and they started winning at that point, that was, um, that pretty much changed everything for us uh, because the M16, I mean, you know, it's, we're, we're going against PK and, you know, Weber. I mean, just a big grill manufacturers have been out far longer than we have, you know, and they look at this other grill, like, I don't know, what, what is this? You know, I never, never seen, never heard of it. Uh, and it still, there's some parts of the country where, you know, people are still like, I don't know, you go to a comp, you don't see an M16. Uh, but I would say up here, like in the Midwest now, the M16 is huge. Uh, down here, it's huge, you know, in the Texas area and, uh, you know, the Mississippi and uh, Alabama. It's You're starting to see a whole lot of M16s. But um, uh, when Sandy and Tim, and then when she, of course, you know, this whole past year when, you know, she won the, you know, the U.S. Points Championship and then Marissa Overson, winning you know the world championship on both on the m16s and then you know you got uh matt overson and you know with his success and i mean it's just it's crazy jeff jake i mean there, i could just go on and on and on with all the people who are just really out there kicking butt on that grill and vouching for it and this you know and you know and something about this grill is like you know we're not giving them away you know this is something that you know my my even my ambassadors i mean they're, they're paying for them and, uh, you know, we're not just kind of giving them away and, Hey, tell us what you think. And, you know, it's not, we're not that type of a brand, you know, our stuff is very expensive to make and we're a small company. So, uh, you know, we do what we could do, but you know, we're not just kind of hand them out like Tic Tacs and just hopefully people win on it. I mean, they're, you know, they're putting their money where their mouth is and they're out there kicking butt. So, um, you know, I would say Sandy and Tim Brown, it's, you know, they really changed the game for us, you know, and, you know, uh, you know, the Oversons, and I mean, it's it's been phenomenal. For those who aren't familiar with the Evan 16, what makes it unique? What are some of the best features and benefits? Uh, I would start off first with, you know, not just I mean, the build quality. Yes, the build quality, the longevity you're going to get out of it. Uh, but realistically, it's the airflow design, the way the, uh, the shape of the grill, the airflow, the way it's... Uh, uh, it's gasket sealed, so it's so precise uh, that grill. So it has thick steel. So the steel's you know twelve gauge, hundred thousandths of an inch thick. Uh, I mean, very unique. A lot of grills out there don't make you know their stainless grills are like you know, sixteen gauge or eighteen gauge stainless or less, and uh, you know this is very thick stainless. So gasket sealed lid. Uh, the airflow flows directly underneath the charcoal basket. So it's never, you know, you don't have any temperature spikes that are going and, you know, wind airflow that's just directly hitting your charcoal. And, um, you know, the dampers on the lid on the side. So you kind of got more of a consistent flow of heat that goes over your food than just kind of straight up out the lid where it's, I can kind of give you some hot spots and cool spots where, uh, I mean, the whole thing about it is just, it's so precision and uh, the temperature co control is just outrageous and it's super efficient. So, uh, I mean, it really is just the best of the best out there. Um, I mean, heck, we had, you know, James Cruz at Memphis in May, you know, the uh, the world champion this year in ribs. 
you know, uh, I was lucky enough to go cook with them on their team. And then we actually used the M16 and set in the ribs for the world championship table. So <laughs> there's so much versatility in that grill that it really is an amazing little cooker. Price point and availability. Price point, the table, the grill itself, tabletop grill is $850. And that comes with a full set of grill grate panels. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty much everything ready to go. We do have these new folding carts that are designed here that we just released. And uh, we have one for the M16. We have another flat top that's, you know, actually for our C4s. But, um, you know, it's a it's a great collapsible cart, two different height settings. And that retails for 350 so all together. But, uh, you know, you're looking right now at availability that we are probably realistically about six to eight weeks lead times right now. Is the ultimate intrigue or greatness of the grill in its simplicity? There isn't a lot of bells and whistles and knobs yeah. and trinkets and all yep. this stuff. It's just built to do what it should be doing. Yeah. If you notice, every one of our products are simple. You know, I'm so big when I design these products, I'm so big on simplicity. And uh, I'm more about, uh, you know, Products should be, you know, the M16, anything, anything you're doing the cooking on should be, to me, simple. Less things to break. Uh, it's when you're out in competition, it's just like a car. If you're running, if you're out there racing a car, uh, you know, you want the simple, you want, you need reliability. So the only way to get that, especially when you're dealing with heat and fire and so many different elements, you got to make it simple. Uh, you got to make it where you can control every element on it, which is, you know, there's the airflow. And then you can't have air you know coming into the lids and everything and just and throwing everything off uh you can't have your metal warping on you and then warping steel will create gaps here and there it's just there's so much that goes into it uh when you're building these outdoor cookers uh but simplicity is i mean you you, you nailed it right there i mean everything has to be simple is there a time where you see m grills making a pellet cooker uh we've dabbled with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it's. I'm not a huge pellet cooker kind of guy. You know, I like. I really enjoy the process of burning sticks of wood, and you know, like on the M1, where it's a, it's. You know, I'd rather just burn wood in it than charcoal. You know, even though you can burn charcoal, but you know, I I really like that profile. But I'm like everybody else. You know, there are those times where I want to go to sleep too. You know, and I just want to cook something, and you know, maybe I'm not too worried about the bark forming on my briskets and stuff like this, where to me, I would only use wood. So we are kind of playing around with some uh, with some new stuff here that's can be coming out next year, possibly in the future, maybe. <laughs> nothing to be revealed here on the show, though. Exclusively nothing at yet. This moment. Nothing yet. But we are working on some uh, some stuff that's uh, I think it's really going to uh, blow some people's minds. As far as products. Um, I know when we were sound checking last night, I was sharing some uh, off-air conversations that I had with my first segment or first-hour guest, Bob Shingler, the founder of Evo. And there's different kinds of people out there in the world. Uh, there's inventors and you know, real like mindful type folks. You're certainly one of them. I mean, you've taken this company from you know where you started to where we are today. You have all these different innovations. You've had revisions done on the most popular stuff to make them even better. And that's all driving from you. I mean, certainly you're getting input from customers and stuff, but originally this stuff has to come from somebody and that's coming from you on the M grill side. It was coming from Bob over on the Evo side. So um, how many different things are you 
conceptualizing at any given point. You always have seven or eight either revisions or new products that you might want to even just try. I'm sure a lot of the stuff that yeah. you've thrown up against the wall maybe didn't stick yep. or you know something is going to have to you're going to have to figure right. something out for it to get to where it needs to be to get to market but how does that look for you yeah i'm doing it all the time and i'm the type of person when you know i get out and i cook you know i cook and the sa myself so when i get out there and cook and like when i just designed uh, a, a grill grate scraper you know, something that for me, that was easy to clean grill grate panels. You know, I wasn't a big fan of the brushes and such. So, you know, I jump in AutoCAD. I kind of designed this thing and just stainless steel little tool and I can clean my grill grates. And we sell that. It's called a sidearm. So all this stuff that just comes from, it comes from me, from just experience of being out there and cooking. But, you know, I'm like, you know, a lot of people where I just want to, I, I want to, I kind of really get off on on coming out with new products, something that the market's never seen before. Um, you know, it's my my background in design. Uh, you know, I've, it's not just coming out just with something like, oh, here's another grill. You know, I want it to be where it's purposeful, it's different, it's unique, it's beautiful. Uh, I'm really I'm so big on design uh, simplicity, but I want to be I want it to be different. I want it to stand out. Um, so I am always, uh, I have notebooks filled with uh, ideas that uh, will be coming out here with the future. Um, my problem is I just can't make stuff fast enough. You know, we're a small crew. There's only, you know, basically I think there's 10 of us. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. 10 or 11. I, I actually 11. Hired a new guy this week. Wow. So uh, there's 11 of us. All we're doing is just building grills in the shop. Uh, but, um, you know, I have notebooks of, of products that I'm, I'm just itching to release. Inventing and manufacturing and producing some of the best cookers out there on the market. And again, not just, you know, M16 uh, grill stuff. He's got really big ass cook. I mean, really big ass cookers. Uh, if you're yeah. in a commercial setting and you're looking to add something a little bit unique, he's got something that he can accommodate with you on that as well. So head on over to mgrills.com and check out everything that they have to offer. Travis, really appreciate the time this evening. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. You got it. There he is, Travis McGee. From M Grills, and man, are you excited to hear that there's an M Grill coming out that uh, is sub 850? Sure. I mean, I like stainless like the next guy. The uh, mild steel is that like AR 240? Or I used to know steel stuff, but I don't remember it now. But it's going to be high quality. It'll be a little less of a hurdle to entry. So if you're one of those that have been hotly pining away for an M16, but you haven't been able to figure out a way to pull the trigger on an 850 stainless, then this might be a little bit more up your alley. So uh, follow them on social media or head on over to their website. Make sure you follow them so as they release, you'll have all of the updates and you'll be ready to go. We thank Travis again for joining us. Let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills. Some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market. Absolutely. You have two choices. You have... Now, you know what? I am not going to mess this up anymore. I'm going right to the website. Oop. So I can tell you exactly what's going on. Now, I was right on the lines. Still, yes, the choice line or the prime line. 
However, in the prime grills, we've gone away from the uh, Daniel Boone and the uh, Jim Bowie. Here's what we got. The big one used to be the Jim Bowie. Guess what? Guess what? It's now the ledge. Yes. The ledge. Wait. That is incorrect. Let me try again. You want the big one? Used to be the Jim Bowie. Now it's the peak. Yes. And if you like the Daniel Boone, you'll be very happy with the ledge. And you love that little Davy Crockett cooker. Not Davy Crockett anymore. Try this on for size. The Trek. It's portable. It's Trekkie. So that's your prime level of grills. The Peak, the Ledge, the Trek. Same great sizes that you've come to know and love. That has not changed. Wi-Fi technology, stainless options if you want them, Peak and Windows, robust builds, front cooking shelves, all that fun stuff. App control if you want it. That's the prime line. Now, if you want to go choice, you can go choice, absolutely. They are now offering uh, Daniel Boone only at this point. So Daniel Boone is there on the choice line. Uh, I had a, a couple Daniel Boones over my lifetime. I also had a choice Jim Bowie when they were offering them. Great cookers, great. If you want to save a couple hundred bucks. You don't need all that app control and looking windows and all that. But if you want to, prime lines for you. But otherwise, choice grills. Now, the good thing is this. The pizza oven insert fits the choice and the prime regardless. Not in the Trek, but uh, in anything else. So you can just have high heat pizza parties if you want. It's fun. It's exciting. GreenMountainGrills.com has a dealer network. Buy through there. Find one near you on the website, GreenMountainGrills.com. Visit your dealer, get educated, and away you go. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. And we welcome you back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Vortec Watch, a small batch custom watch manufacturing company and vintage restoration company located in northern Colorado. They take American pocket watches just like this one and turn them into wristwatches just like this one. Their mission, preserve and enhance the legacy of manufacturing excellence in America. In order to do that, they combine traditional and cutting edge technology to create unique quality, functional timepieces with exceptional value. And here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortic makes, unique, one of a kind. See this one? This is the only watch of that kind. It's unique and one of a kind. Vortic founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled. It was built. Check out Vortic, V-O-R-T-I-C, VorticWatches.com for more information. There are a couple available. I mean, typically they're selling right out as soon as they're offered every day. But there are a couple available. So if you're interested in that kind of a deal or you want to get down or find out more about it or... If you have a pocket watch that's just taking up space in the top drawer of your sock drawer, not to be redundant, convert it. They have a conversion program. You can send your pocket watch in. 
They will convert it into a wristwatch, and now you can use it. Remember, folks, watches were made to be used and worn. Don't let it waste away in a sock drawer. Get it out there to RT and the gang and have them convert your pocket watch into a Vortic wristwatch. You'll be so happy you did, and then you can pass that down. I mean, it's great passing down family heirlooms, but what are we going to do with that pocket watch? You're going to give it to somebody else in your family later before you die so they can stick it in a sock drawer? They want to wear that thing. Come on. We thank Travis McGee once again for coming on the show and talking about M-Grill and specifically that M16. If you're just tuning in, if you think the stainless is just a bit too much, there is going to be a lesser cost option, but not lesser value, if I'm saying that correctly. It'll be made with a mild steel, Travis was saying. So it's not going to be the stainless that you perhaps have come to know and fall in love with, but it will be just as dynamically performing. So go to mgrill.com and check them out there. All right, let's go ahead and get out of here all the way back in the first hour. We talked with Malcolm Reed and Mark Williams, How to Barbecue Right and Swine Life, respectively. And then we had first-timer of the show, Bob Shingler, who created Evo. EvoAmerica.com is their website. We'll have Bob on again here to talk a little bit more business side of things. Second hour, Sam the Cooking Guy joined me. He's got a new book coming out that he's shooting pictures for for the rest of the week. We also talked about how Max Zion, his son, took over hosting duties for one video here recently. So go back and check out his animal-style burger thing. Very funny. A lot of swearing. If you like swearing, you'll love the episode. And we close it out with Travis McGee from M-Grills. Be on the lookout for that new M16 and other new products. He kind of said in a roundabout way and didn't commit to anything or any timeline that they may be getting into the pellet cooker market. I mean, why wouldn't you? Pellet cookers are very popular right now. I'm sure they could... I mean, I'm sure Pits and Spits didn't think that they were going to be selling more pellet cookers than offsets. And guess what? They're selling more pellet cookers than offsets. Travis might want a piece of that pie. I can see them making a really good pellet cooker. I know you can. Not for everybody, but for the people that can appreciate it. Big show planned for you next week. Meathead is going to be in amongst others. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proudest American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. This is Doug Scheiding of Rogue Cookers, Texas Embedded Correspondent. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show.